Summoning for Dummies A Beginner's Guide to Demons, Angels and How to Get Them to Finally Kiss Chapter 6 Well, it seemed that it would be potentially dangerous to you to stay. As Eurofiel explained, sounding very reasonable and not as if he were throwing every locked room mystery ever into serious doubt. So you just left? That's right. By magic? Well, you could say magic. It's an interesting question, isn't it? When magic is inherent to one's being, whether one can do anything that doesn't count as magic. At any rate, we need to plan to get a good look at your professor's domicile. I think the easiest thing would be for you to concoct a reason to visit, and Crowley could, well, come along. If Thompson doesn't mind, of course. I don't mind. I like snakes. Amelia gave them a look. You're anxious about stepping on cracks in the sidewalk, but you're fine with snakes. Snakes? Thompson said, with a tone of someone who was making a great deal of sense and couldn't understand why other people couldn't see it. Are different from cracks in the sidewalk. Snake, crack in the sidewalk. Nothing in common. Snakes are cool and interesting and don't even threaten to break people's mother's backs. I'm sure I've threatened that sometime. Crowley protested unconvincingly. Aziraphale gave him a look that was best described as indulgent. So I have my cell phone to call you, and Thompson has Crowley. We go in, we let Crowley slip out and poke around, we make some sort of excuse to stay until Crowley comes back. Shouldn't take long. If I'm right, there'll be a whole room. Crystal knocked on Dr. Vogt's door. She didn't want to knock on Dr. Vogt's door, but she did it anyway. Beside her, Thompson chittered. Maybe he isn't home. They offered hopefully, and then... Ow! This would not go smoothly if Crowley bit Thompson every time Thompson said something they shouldn't. Did he hurt you? No, just a pinch. It's okay. But seriously, maybe he isn't home. The door opened and Dr. Vogt cleared out at them. My office hours are listed very clearly in the syllabus. We know, sir, but we had a, a question. My office hours are listed very clearly in the syllabus. It was sort of a special question. Can we come in? It's may we come in. Dr. Vogt seemed to come to a decision. And yes, you may. He stood aside and gestured them into the entryway. They trooped in. Crystal first, simply because she was the first one who started moving. The entryway was immaculate, and so was the living room that Dr. Vogt led them into. That wasn't the thing that caught Crystal's attention. The thing that caught Crystal's attention was that Mr. Drexler and Miss Watanabe 
in the living room, too. Standing up in startlement, just they all came in. I told you they would do something stupid and show up here. Meet our eavesdroppers. Crespel put herself between Dr. Vogt and Amelia, instinctively, spreading out her arms. Amelia took off like a rabbit. Crispel heard the pounding footsteps and was torn between feeling betrayed and being relieved that at least Amelia was going to make it out okay. Maybe, maybe okay. Dr. Vogt turned to Miss Watanabe. Well, get her. Amelia slammed the front door open so hard that Crispel was surprised it hadn't broken the glass. Miss Watanabe flinched ever so slightly, but her voice was steady when she said, We need to talk about this. We can talk about what you owe me, if you like, Dr. Fogt said in a low, dangerous voice. That's not necessary, Mr. Drexler put in hastily. We're not arguing, just talking strategy. Strategy isn't your job. If we have trouble, I decide how to remove it, and then you help remove it. And this? He gestured to Crystal and Thompson, who was speaking out from behind Crystal. Isn't just trouble. Can't you smell it? Smell what? Evil power. Someone lent them some sort of evil power. He took some sort of gemstone out of the drawer as he spoke. Come forth and manifest truly. Crowley tumbled out of Thompson's sleeve, hissing, and then turned into a human. Well, humanoid, only this time he had wings. He scrabbled to his hands and knees, only to fall down, hissing again as Dr. Falk did something else with the gemstone. His sunglasses had fallen askew, and his eyes were white and scared. Don't hurt him! Thompson sprung forward, nearly getting brained by a flailing black wing for the trouble. He's not evil! I mean, he's not evil evil, he's just... Shut up! Thompson struggled to speak, turning red. Their throat moved, but nothing else happened. A genuine demon? You must have powerful parents. Actually, this might work well for us. We can strip it down to nothing for power, and then do what we like with the brats. I suppose we might want to negotiate with whoever gave them the demon, but... What do you mean, strip it down to nothing? Miss Watanabe's voice was high-pitched. I mean what I said. It's made of power. Get rid of the personality and the thoughts and all the things holding it together, and it's just a battery. Don't look at me like that. It's not a person. He is to a person! Crystal yelled, putting herself next to Thompson. He's a person with all the person feelings, including love. You can't just... Dr. Falk rolled his eyes. Shut up again. Crystal's throat seemed to close.
She moved her mouth to no effect and then found some moolish, ostreperous part of herself and threw it against the compulsion. I will not either shut up. It came out wrecked, but it came out. If you won't listen, she went on, turning away from Dr. Vogt. Then how about you? Mr. Drexler and Miss Watanabe. You know what he's doing is wrong. You know you don't get rid of people's peopleness because it's called murder. You know that... You don't understand. Miss Watanabe began. Dr. Vogt had gone tense, no longer casual. Be silent. This was accompanied by a gesture. This time, it hurt when it hit. Crystal gasped voicelessly for a moment, and then did the same throwing of herself that she had done earlier. You stop doing that! Be silent or die. Crystal wasn't sure what would happen if she fought this time, so instead she dove for Dr. Vogt and grabbed for the gemstone. He held it out of her reach, which was upsettingly easy. Grown-ups being taller than she was, it wasn't fair. Get off me! I said get off me! The words slammed into Crystal like bricks. She reeled backwards. I don't care who your parents are. I'm going to make you pay. You are going to wish you were the demon when I get through with you. And he's going to unravel screaming every step of the way, so... Be gone! To be concluded in Chapter 7.